Reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. to run 
on, come on. I think your hand clap can be far better tonight. Your hand clap should be far better. Oh, you're not excited. You just had a mini concert for free. Uh, in a state-of-the-art auditorium. Or oh, you are waiting for AC before you know it's a state-of-the-art auditorium. Uh, so... You should be grateful to the Lord. I think you should put your hands together for all the fantastic music gifts that we have in this house. And also for the instrumentalists. This week I saw a video clip and I realized that even to have a keyboardist who can play what the singer is singing, it's not easy. Put your hands together for the instrumentalists. Beautiful, beautiful. Some of you think that we've been playing soundtracks. They are the ones playing. They are not pretending. We are not miming. What a blessing. It's important to count your blessings. Yes. It's important to count your blessings. Otherwise, one day, you'll find yourself in a church where the keyboardists can't find the key. The keyboardists can't find the key. And then you'll see that you'll be missing David. What a blessing. But how many of you are ready for the highlight of tonight's service? So far, we've been warming up. So far, we've been warming up. We've been warming up. You know, somebody told me last week that for her in the morning things like cocoa and they are just warm-ups <laughs> warm-ups for the real thing she can't have cocoa in the no 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 if she takes cocoa it's warm-up <laughs> it's just a starter she's now warm like or the baby she's using it to open the you know <laughs> you know so if maybe tonight's your first time you have vista what you have seen we were warming up the real service is now about to happen like bishop will say now let's start the meeting (laughs) now let's start the meeting (laughs) well ladies and gentlemen i'm happy to announce to you that tonight you're about to experience the word of god like you have never experienced it before i am a member of this church By the grace of God, I come to church every Saturday. But there is no Saturday that I go away not feeling like, hey, I've not heard that before. Yeah, every Saturday. And, oh, mommy says she too. And for her to say that she has not heard it before there, then you know that what I'm saying is true. Maybe if you didn't believe me, you should believe hers. But that's because every day the word that you are receiving is fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. It's fresh. And not only is it fresh, it's coming straight from the throne room of grace. We are not about to hear the ideas of a man. We are not about to hear the opinions of a man. We are not about to hear the education of a man. We are about to hear the anointed word from the throne room of grace. You are excited tonight. Why don't you continue with the hand clap and join me and let's welcome tonight to this moment the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Oh God, come on, my I can't hear you.
Hallelujah. Are you excited to be in church? Are you sure you are excited to be in church? Then clap your hands once again. And I want to welcome you. You know, I'm so happy you made it to church. And I want to remind you that we are in the rainy season. So you have to arrange yourself. Uh, Buy an umbrella, get a raincoat, get some Wellington boots. You know, just get something, you know. And, uh, well, that is what I'm preaching tonight anyway. So... can clap your hands but before we take our seats I want us to pray we are praying a simple prayer and I want to ask everyone in this room to join in the prayer we are praying that we will have the strength to continue. It's a beautiful prayer. The strength to continue. It's not not enough to start. That's why that word, the word continue is a word. Because when you start anything somehow on earth I don't know whether it is in the same in Jupiter or on Venus but on earth anything you start Satan has got things to stop you even a plot of land you have bought to start your own house land guards will come to stop you You start a marriage then they have come from the village to come and worry us in the marriage and on and on and on and on and on and ladies and gentlemen your Christian life is not exempted when you give your life to Christ there are demonic oppositions to stop you. Dis, dis, dissuasions. Dissuasions. To sway you off. Seductions. To lure you away. And we want to pray. You see, Paul gave this advice to the Christians in the Colossian church. In Colossians 2 verse 6. Colossians 2 verse 6. You see right there. He said, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus, so walk ye in him. So it's not enough to receive him. It's good to receive him. 
but it's a fight to keep walking in him finances problems beloved dosing broken hearts school exams job everything is a battle to continue and tonight before you sit down I want you to lift your two hands you are praying for yourself whether you are a reverend or a bishop or a shepherd you are praying for yourself and asking God for the grace to continue to continue in the faith believing in God continue trusting in God continue loving God lift up your two hands and begin to pray that you will continue you will walk in him it's a walk, a walk, a walk it's a walk, it's not a stop a walk one step at a time Father, give us the grace, Lord, to continue to walk in you, Lord. The strength, Lord, the strength to walk in you, Lord. 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 The not to stop, not to stop, not to stop, not to stop, but to continue, to continue, pray, not to stop, but to continue, Jesus, Malaboka, Jesus, Shababa, Rababa, Rababa, Ramalaba, Ramaba, Jesus, Mandelebo, Jesus, 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 pray, pray to continue, to continue, to continue, to continue, to continue, not to stop, not to stop. Thank you, Lord, to continue. Jesus, everybody pray, instrumentalists pray, ushers pray, shepherds pray, pastors pray, singers pray, Mama Koba, Lapa, to continue, to continue. Not to stop. Not to stop. Jesus. To continue. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus. Jesus name. The second and last prayer we are praying. Is in that word walk. Walk. walk walk you are praying that you will have the ability you know it's an ability, ability. I, I'm looking for a better word mm. it's, it's an ability. ability if you don't have it you don't have it the ability to do the same thing for the rest of your life. You see, you see, it's a grace. You see, to walk, if you are 18 years, it means you've been walking for 18 years. 
Now, this is how to walk. The two legs, they do the same thing. This one moves, this one moves, this one moves. And that's, that's how to walk. There's no other way. It's not like sometimes then the leg just, then you come straight and then you do this. No. Or, or then move like this. No. Or, or you, no. It's the same. You need that ability to read the same Bible, the same quiet time, the same songs, the same church service, the same Saturday night, the same outreach, the same prayer, the same to continue to do the same thing for the rest of your life. Clap your hands and begin to pray right now for the grace and the ability not to be bored, not to look for new ways. Not to not to sway away into exciting things. No, the same thing. It is boring, but that's how to walk. Clap your hands and pray. That is how we walk. We continue the same thing. The same thing. The same thing. How the leg moves the same way. The same way. The same way. Bible study. The same Bible study. The same way. The same prayer. The same prayer. You pray for 40 years. You worship for 80 years. Not to stop and pour libation or to backslide a little and you are resting a little. No, you keep walking and walking and walking and walking. There's no new style. It's the same life. It's the same church attendance. It's the same prayer life. You can't introduce something new. It's the same walk. Keep walking. Keep walking. The same thing. The same quiet time. The same quiet time. The same titan. The same offering. The same offerings. The same tithes. The same thing. That's how to live. It's a walk. You continue. Continue. Pray. Look. I mean, to be a pastor, this is the work. I mean, it's boring. You, every day you come, you open the Bible, you preach, you take offerings, you, you take communion, you go and come. The same, the same, the same. There's an ability. You must learn to do the same thing. Come to church, to pray, to, 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 to pay tithes. Don't introduce some funny things. You announce some funny way of being a Christian. Some psychedelic now. You can have two beloveds at the same time. Or you, you, have, you have one beloved in Ghana, one beloved in America. And some funny life. No. The same. The singers who came to sing. It's the same thing they've been singing for, for a long time. Bishop has been preaching the same message. The blood of Jesus. The cross. Serve God. Work for Jesus. The same. 
the same. If you want, you see, you must pray that you are not the type who gets bored easily. Make up your mind. If it's church, you'll be in church the same. Like, learn it. How to do the same thing for the rest of your life and not be bored. Clap your hands and pray once again. That's how to walk with God. That's how to walk with God. That's how to walk with God. The grace to continue, Lord. To do the same things, Lord. To continue coming to church, Lord. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. And how excited I am today to see all of you in church. I mean, let's clap our hands for our Basenta leaders, for our GSOs, our pastors. A beautiful church. Beautiful church. Oh, keep clapping. They deserve a real applause. Yes. Applaudise pour leader. Yes. <laughs> clap your hands for the leaders. Hallelujah. And uh, I am continuing to share with you the word of God. We want to share the word of God. Yeah, we are sharing it. You know, and I'm praying that everybody will get a little bit of it. And uh, I'm continuing from where I left off last week. Preaching about how to become a peculiar Christian seven great principles of becoming a peculiar Christian. Seven great principles of a peculiar life. And everyone who gets born again, who meets Jesus, When you accept Jesus, you must also accept the fact that you will be peculiar. You can't have Christ and not be peculiar. They they go together. You must be peculiar. That is different from your friends. So if we were seven friends, from infancy and I get born again I must be different from my other friends I can't be born again and look and live and act and think the same way as my friends that is it I want to repeat myself if we are seven friends And I get born again. I must be different from the other six. If I am not different, then my salvation is not genuine or genuine. 
Isn't the real thing? People get born again and are not different from the world they came from. But Peter said, you are a chosen generation. First Peter 2 9. A royal priesthood. And each of them is true. If you get born again, each of these should describe you. Number one, a chosen generation. That is, you must live and act like a group God has selected. Almost everyone here has been selected from your classmates, selected from your family members, yes, selected from your area. You know your area. Where are the boys in your area? They are at home, they are betting, they are fooling, they are, they are, they are, they are, they are doing things. But you are in church. It means you have been selected. You are, you are a selected generation. And then the next one is a royal priesthood. Don't cheapen yourself. And the word is priesthood. This is one of the very important scriptures that proves that every believer it's a priest. It's a priest. Revelation chapter 5 verse 10. It is in the Bible. But it is not true that God has made us kings and priests. It's like in the kingdom, some people are kings. And then some people are priests. No. No. And I don't know how they got this wrong and managed to get Exodus right because this origin the original text is from Exodus. I think Exodus 16 or so, where God told Moses that his people who had come from Egypt would become a kingdom of priests. Exodus 19 verse 6. Verse 1. In the third month, when the children of Israel were gone forth out of the land of Egypt, the same day came they into the wilderness of Sinai. And they were departed from Rephidim and so on. Moses went up to God, verse 3, and the Lord called him out of the mountain and saying, you shall say to the house of Jacob and tell the children of Israel, you have seen what I did to the Egyptians. How I bear you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, 
if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant then you shall be a peculiar treasure you shall be a peculiar treasure Oh, turn, turn to the bank and say, make yourself special to God. You are different. You are peculiar. You are a treasure. You see, your, 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 your peculiarity makes you valuable to God. If you are ordinary, you are cheap. Your peculiarity makes you special to God. If you will obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be a peculiar treasure to me above all people. For all the earth is mine. Verse 6. And you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and holy nation. So you see, First Peter 2 9 is a condensation of Exodus 19, verse 5 and 6. Exodus 19 verse 5 and verse 6 have been condensed into 1st Peter chapter 2 and verse 9 you shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation so you see we have there a holy nation is there kingdom of priests holy um, royal priesthood is there peculiar nation is in verse 5 um, holy nation holy nation is there in verse 6 a peculiar people is in verse 6. A chosen generation. See, I chose you out. Verse 3. Verse 4. I brought you to myself. Verse 4. And brought you out to myself. Chosen generation. A royal priesthood. A holy nation. A peculiar people. It's all there. So Exodus 19, 4, 5, and 6 have been condensed by Peter into 1 Peter 2, 9. And there is nothing like kings and priests. If you are in the kingdom, eh? and, and, and if you look at the, the, the Revelations 5.10 he said and we shall reign how we reign our, our kingship is in the priesthood is it and has made unto us uh, unto our God kings and priests but those who wrote the new living translation put it right look at the NLT there and you have caused them to become a kingdom of priests for our God this is, the, this is the right sentence. If you are in the, if you if you get born again, make up your mind to be a priest. Yes, it's a it's a kingdom of priests. A kingdom, everyone a priest. Even that one is not enough, because the world is still bigger than our number. You can't sit in the church while some are preaching and having basenta service, you are there so I, I just want to make money and serve God with the money, we are, we are still waiting for the money, we have not seen the money 
You have to be bringing which money that we have been waiting for. Since you have been here, we have built cathedrals, built church buildings. We still can't find the money. You see, you are still looking for money. You yourself, you are struggling. Because priests, for us, eh, it is through the priesthood that we reign. The power we have on earth, we get it from being priests. We command devils and they salute us. I pray that young boys and girls will become priests unto our God. That is the peculiar life. I want to go through the list again. First Peter 2 9. Again. You are a chosen generation. Behave as if God has selected you. Behave because that is what He has done. He has picked you out of we smokers. Don't go back. He has picked you out of godless people. Don't go back. A chosen generation. A royal priesthood. That is what John Wesley was preaching. The priesthood of the believer. In fact, it was Luther's message. The priesthood of the believer. The believer is a priest. The believer is not a businessman. The believer is not a king. Our kingship is in the priesthood. Ah, but in Ghana here, <laughs> there are priests, when they arrive at a place, they are, they are more celebrated than even politicians. And some of you, the only respect you will get in life will be by serving God as a priest. You, you know that your family don't want to respect you. You have just gone to collect things and you are becoming a big that no one respects you. When I say the real family meeting, who calls you? Whether you attend or you don't attend. There's no. But in the church, look at me this evening. After a heavy downpour, I've called people in the churches. Where? where, where? Hospital. The nurses were insulting me before I came here. I've been, it's not here. That I've been insulted all, all my life. If you want respect and dignity, believe God to be a shepherd, a pastor. I'm telling you, it helps your self-confidence and self-image. Don't join the Christian rascals who have made themselves just church Sunday, Saturday church goers. Everyone here should be active during the week. If you are sitting here, you should have been active in a Basenta meeting yesterday or Wednesday. You should have been active. If you are not, if all you have done this week and will ever do in a week 
is to come and sit here. You are a cheap Christian. I'm telling you in your face. You are cheap. There's more to do. There's more to do. There's more to do. The blood that bought you was not Ribena drink or Sobolo. It's thick blood. Blood of Jesus. It's very expensive blood. It's too precious for you to use it to attend church. Make yourself useful and stop calling yourself a king. Oh, we are we are in the marketplace. Which market? Which place? I don't have any problem. You should be a lawyer. This church cannot pay you. You should be a businessman. You should be a teacher. You should be a nurse. You should be a, a lawyer. You should be an engineer. You should be. We should all. I want one day turn on my radio and hear that oh the governor of the Bank of Ghana is giving a speech. And when I turn on the TV, the governor is my head usher. I don't know about right now, but the vice president of Nigeria is a pastor of Redeemed Christian Church. Is he still there? I don't know whether it was the previous government. Yeah. There are presidents who are pastors. I'm saying that be a student. Go to school. But be a priest. That's all. Be a student. Go to school and be a priest. Be an engineer. Be a pharmacist. Go to school. But be a priest. Try to be a priest. Because this is a kingdom of priests. Every Christian a priest. The priesthood of the believer. I'm not saying that priest to 100 members or 200 members. You can be a priest over two people. But just make sure it grows because I will come for you. (laughs) Clap your hands for Jesus. And holy nation. A peculiar people. When you become a Christian and you are the same as your unbeliever friends, you have disappointed God. God looks at you and is hard. What is this daughter doing? What is this boy doing? Can you lift up your right hand and say, I'll be different. I'll be different. I'll be different. I'll be peculiar. In Jesus' name. Amen. And one of the ways to be peculiar, we've looked at them. Number one, you become a peculiar person. You must accept to be a peculiar person with a peculiar life after you are born again. Accept it. Say, I'll be peculiar. Number two, after you are born again, you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by physical separation from unbelievers. Yeah, physically separate yourself from unbelievers. Now, 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 that, the, point, the point is very important. He didn't say 
worldly people. You don't become unique. The, the word is not worldly sexy dancers. Or clubbers and wee smokers. That's just one small category. You have to separate. Please listen to me. If this is the only thing you came to hear tonight, listen. You must separate yourself, not from just worldly people, but from unbelievers. That is, anyone who doesn't believe what you believe, don't walk with the person. Oh, hello, sir. How are you doing, sir? Good. Mommy, how are you doing? Can I get a hug, please? That's nice. That's fine. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That's all. In fact, Paul says, don't, you shouldn't be found eating. Yes. Read your Bible. Unbelievers are not only in town. Unbelievers are sitting here in church. Anyone who doesn't believe what you believe cannot be your friend. Learn it as we are in the car. It's not a matter of yellow, yellow. (laughs) In the car, there are girls who believe. There are people who sing. Who believe that there is nothing wrong with being a married man's girlfriend. They are sing and they have the nicest voices. Separate yourself. Now, 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 when we see you walking with her, it means you are like her. Because on a theological specimen of identical plumage, culminate invariably in their own proximity. Birds of the same feather flock together. On a theological specimen of identical plumage, culminate invariably in their own proximity. When you close, go and buy a paracetamol and take it. You think this crowd believes the same thing? Choking. Unbelievers are not just found in town. They are here. It may be an unbeliever. With respect. I mean, at your age, you are married. If at his age, he doesn't believe that at his age, he must find a wife. Then he doesn't believe what you believe. Separate yourself. Learn to purify your environment. Yes. Yes. I'm not sure you know, but you can be influenced. Hmm? Somebody can influence you. Be very careful with the people you relate with. Don't say that because we are in church, we are all the same and we are, we are the body of Christ. And no, no. 
have a responsibility never to work with you if you don't like to pay tithes. Because you are a dangerous person to me. That's one. You don't believe in it? Your, your theology is that tithe is in the Old Testament. And me too, I believe it's in the New Testament. So we can't. You are, a, with, with, with respect to tithing, you are an unbeliever. Physically, separate yourself from any young man who wants to bet. If you find that this guy likes betting, physically separate yourself from him. That is, that is, that is, that that is. If you also, if you don't believe in betting, separate yourself from somebody who likes to bet. If you, if you company with him, you see, the Bible, I'm surprised, you know, with all the Holy Ghost and all the power of God, I would have expected that when a holy brother relates with an unholy brother, his holiness will change that brother. But the Bible says that rather evil company corrupts good manners. Don't try it. Bishop. I mean, I would have thought that good manners will convert evil company. If you like, go and buy apples and put one rotten one in the, among the apples and see if that rotten apple will convert to become a nice apple or the rest of the good apples will become rotten. You try it as an experiment. So don't feel too confident to be friends with a girl who likes married men. If, you, if there's a girl around you who is not married and you see that her, 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 her lifestyle is expensive. She's wearing expensive things. Expensive bag. Expensive wig. Try and find out how, what, what, what's the source? That's a lawyer. Senior lawyer. Even her hair. We are now going to combat well for her. And you are a shop attendant. You are wearing bone straight. Stop it. Don't walk with people who are evil and think that you will change them. Stop it. It won't work. Separate yourself. Physically, that is, if, the, if this is where they sit, when you come to church, don't sit here. Be on the fourth row. Change, look, let them be here and like their girls and you move to the back. But if you keep sitting here, number four, how do you become peculiar? After you are born again, you are set apart to become peculiar by the motivation of your life. What motivates you? Get last week's message. Number five. After you are born again, 
you are set apart to become a peculiar person with a peculiar life by your keeping of the Sabbath. That's the Sabbath. That's what I am on today. The Sabbath must be kept. You see, we know you are different from these girls by how you keep the Sabbath. The world doesn't keep no Sabbath. They don't care. Unbelievers have no Sabbath. Every day is the same. You see, when something is important, even in the world, when something is important, they set a day apart for it. Hmm? If smoking is not important, is bad, there's a world no tobacco day, no smoking, no smoking, no tobacco, no smoking day. Yeah. There's May Day, Labor Day for workers. I mean, there is a day. It's not that the other days are not important, but you see, they set apart the day to make a statement. Say with me, to make a statement. To make a statement. If it is football, we set apart just one minute silence. One minute silence. No activity. Everybody is quiet to make a statement about racism because it's important. Christians must also set a day apart to highlight your relationship with God, the importance of your relationship with God. To make a statement. To make a statement that I'm working with God and it's important to me. (laughs) You cannot mix all the days. One day. If God is, you see, I'm saying that anything that is important, world teachers day, world this day, world that day, world breast cancer day, world no this day, to highlight, if you don't set apart a day for breast cancer, it will not become an important message. Even though it's important. So they set apart a day to make a statement. Christians also set apart a day. And anyone who calls himself a Christian and does not respect the Sabbath, give up his rights to become a spiritual person. Muslims have their Sabbath. On Friday, 
you will know and you will hear that it's a special day. Now, the Sabbath, unfortunately, Christianity has watered down the Sabbath. And that is why Christianity is becoming almost a lost religion. Because if you don't set apart a day to announce to the world that what you are doing is important, You will lose it. You will lose it. How many of you want to become Christians for the rest of your life? Then respect the Sabbath. Respect. A Sabbath is a day. And you see, for us, for economic reasons, social reasons, because we are not in control of the economy and all that, you cannot have a day you have blocked. So, we have reduced the observance of the Sabbath to church service. That those few hours if you couldn't get, you see, the original Sabbath is Friday sunset to Saturday, the following day, sunset. It's Friday. You were in Israel. So it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's, it's the entire Saturday. Because elevator doesn't work. When you, when, you, when, you, when you are a Christian, when you are a believer, you must also have, yours may not be Saturday. So you see that his presence, his presence service is the real Sabbath. You see, Sabbath is a day of rest. That is, you, God worked for six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. The seventh day is Saturday. The day of rest is Saturday. Sunday is the, it's the first day of the week. But the Christians, because of many, many thousands of years of whatever, somehow it has become Sunday. But don't worry that it is Sunday or Saturday or Wednesday. If your Sabbath is even Tuesday, observe it and keep it holy. We are not here to say whether it's Sunday, Saturday, whatever. If you have selected, you see, the Sabbath is a time you have set aside as a Christian. And you must have it. You see, which is what makes me believe in the tithe. If you also have money, there is a portion of the money you set aside and set apart for God. The week also, 
the seven days, there must be a time that you have set apart. Don't allow emergencies. To rob you of your Sabbath. Because every Sabbath you fail to observe is your faith which is becoming eroded. And I want to advise you if I can advise you. Look, it's, the, it's, it's charismatics. It's when we became charismatics and Pentecostals. We began to laugh at the Catholic Church, the Anglican Church. That they were into rituals and all that. But we, you see, you can't be a Christian without rituals. You must have rituals. Mike Medoc talks about having a daily ritual. My God. For some, it's a ritual of no Bible, no breakfast. In your normal life, well, not not everyone. Some of you have a ritual. You bath before bed. I mean, not everyone. You bath before bed. Or you brush your teeth before school. Oh, is it not a ritual? You may not do it's a ritual. When you wake up, you bath, you brush your teeth. Tooth brushing is, is actually a ritual. You do it every day. Otherwise, we can't sit by you. <laughs> you must have customs. If you are a Christian, you must have you must have customs. You must have things that you do, you repeat. Jesus Christ had a custom. As was his custom. As was his custom. They look uh, 416 or uh, uh, as was his custom. As was his custom. He went into the synagogue. It is a custom. Luke 416. He came to Nazareth. Where he had been brought up. And as his custom. That's where custom can be. Habit. Ritual. You know you must have. You must have a ritual. A lot of things will not work for you if you don't have a ritual. To cook well, you must have a ritual. The the meat you are using for the food must be taken through some rituals. To eat, you must have a ritual. Starters, then the main meal and something to wash it down. Cocoa to start. No, great men are made up of rituals and habits. And Jesus was a great man. As his custom was, he went into the synagogue. That is a ritual. It was a custom. I'm sure if you look at other translations, you find other words that are not that are similar to custom. Custom. He went as usual. It's not even a great one. The, the word custom shows that it was a practice, something that like once it's a Sabbath day, I don't sit at home. And we have learned it. 
the Sabbath is a day of rest for God's people. And if you don't get a day and it's some hours on Saturday evening, you cut off work. Cut off extra classes. Yes! Rest from your labors. The Jews have taken Saturday off. Are they poor? The money is with them. Don't follow popular opinion. Don't follow people's people's uh, philosophies. Let's believe in the word of God. Yeah. Jews pay tithes. It's amazing, eh? Are they poor? Are they poor because they paid tithes? Because they take one tenth of their income to and give it to God? Are they poor? No, they are the ones who have the money. You must be a believer in God. You must believe God more than society. Believe God more. Some of you, your life is not going well. Your life could have been a better life. You are not obeying God. You use logic. It's the same logic you use which is destroying you. Some of you, your auntie has sat you down and said, never marry a man that you have not slept with. Yes. And, and they will give you reasons that nobody buys a car. Nobody in his right mind will abuse his money to buy a car when you have not tried it. But is, 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 is the man a car? Is the woman a car? When you bring human logic into God's, God's law, you dilute God's power in your life and ultimately you realize you are a fool. You know, I have not been a pastor for 100 years. It's just a few years. I am yet to meet a married couple in a marriage that is working well. That the two of them slept together. They had sex before marriage. I'm yet to find one. If you find one, let me know. I'm yet to find a marriage that the two people had sex before they married and the marriage is working. I'm yet to find one. If you find one, let me know. The ones I know, they are full of mistrust. Yes. Because if, if, if the man can sleep with you, it means that you agree that he can sleep with a woman he's not married to. So when he marries you, you are there. But this one that he's not married to, he can sleep with her. Why? Because when he was not married to you, you allowed him to sleep with you. Why should he not sleep with the one he's not married to? I'm saying that when you find one, let me know. A married couple that is it's like, you see, I'm not talking about this impressions people give you. Proper marriage that is sweet. That the people that are in it, 
didn't have sex. Oh, sorry, they had sex. Show me one. As I have sat in my office, meeting married couples all my life, it's common. You ask, and it's there. And see, the place is quiet because some of you are thinking. The service is becoming tensious. You know it. You don't trust the man. How can I trust you if I slept with you before we married? I can't trust you. Trust you. I cannot trust you. I can't trust you. And I also have also advised my daughters if you're in a relationship with a man and by the time you is marrying you he has not made any attempt to touch you mm. to you know and you say mm. no no I don't mm. want it mm. but the, the, I mean, the man is just there <laughs> you should also be worried <laughs> you may think I'm joking you may think I'm joking. You think I'm joking. If you are going to marry a man, you've met him for two years. And the two years is prayer, fasting, waiting on God, mampong, Bible scriptures. And like, there's never a time the man wants to hold you. He wants to touch you. He wants to kiss you. He says, no, 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 I can't. He wants to have sex with you. He said, no, I can't then it's a World Bank project. It's a World Bank project. You are entering into a very, very, very... Look, the man who is marrying you must be, must be ravishing and hungry and feeling... Yes, and, and then you say, no, never. He, he will kneel down. I, I'm suffering. My waist is paining me. So you can do, do massage. I mean, this is just by the side. It's just, you know, just a, you know. But I'm saying that don't bring human logic into God's law. You dilute the power of God. When God says something, better believe him. That's why our name is Believers. I said we believe. I said we believe that we cannot have sex before we marry. Ah. But if you have sex with me and I perform powerfully, then you see that, oh, then the man is great. Not so, then let's marry. Ah. It, it, it is stupidity because there can be engine failure. There can be brake failure. Has anybody bought a fridge brand new and got spoiled? It, it didn't work. Yes, my wife bought a freezer. I turned it on. It wasn't working. So when you test, when I test you, I can even impregnate you. It doesn't mean that in the marriage you get pregnant. Do you know anybody with only one child? Who can't have two children? 
don't bring logic into the voice and the law of God don't you are not wise you are not great you are a little ant you know nothing stop it trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not you see what I'm, I'm preaching you can't shout hallelujah you can't say amen yes you can't say amen I can, I'm looking at your face you are, if you know, the way you are sitting you are suffering I can see that you are suffering because you chose to trust in your own understanding now look at you the man is in the house he's sleeping with other girls and now you are crying now you are worried you must be, sorry I was going to say something I've already apologized even before the word disappeared yeah. a lot of the problems people are facing they created the problems honey let's become believers that's all stop your logic the Jews who pay a tenth of their income have they become poor are they not the millionaires why don't you just obey God and do what you must do as a Christian why what's wrong with you an ant a cockroach like you you subject the word of God to your logic you who are you who are you how great are you You've made the spacecraft. And so what? You've built castles. You've made an aeroplane. And so what? How about the God who has made the sun, the moon, which are spinning at, I mean, around one axis. Perfect. The sun doesn't move. Let's say the sun rises in the east and sets in the west. There's no lie that is bigger than that. <laughs> The sun rises where? Which is <laughs> the sun cannot rise. If the sun rises, we'll fry. If the sun sets, we'll freeze. You are either frying or you are freezing. The sun is in one place, and the earth is the one that is moving and moving. And that precision is, is more precise than a Swiss clock, a Swiss watch. That is the God who says that honor your father and your mother. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. Verse 6. In all your ways. Verse 6. In all your ways. Acknowledge him. Not some of your ways. Some of you trust God only in some areas. You trust God only when you are sick that he can heal you. You trust God only when you get pregnant that the pregnancy will spoil. You are believing God that the pregnancy will spoil. That's, that's when you trust God. God. God can spoil pregnancies. Because you don't want that pregnancy to go beyond the three, three weeks. 
You only trust God when there's a problem. But it says in all, all, A-L-L, all your ways. Acknowledge him. And he who is Yahweh will direct your path. I want to beg you. I want to beg you. Let the Sabbath. You see, the second thing about the Sabbath is they say the Sabbath is a day for going to church. And we saw it there, Luke 4 16. Acts 13, verse 14. Acts 13, verse 14. It says, But when they departed from Pega, they came to Antioch in Pisidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath and sat down. That's how we spend the Sabbath. You, whether there's rain or sleet, whether there's rain or hail, enter. Is there? They went into the synagogue and what? Sat down. You cannot use the Sabbath for going to the stadium to watch football. The Sabbath is the day for going to church. The Sabbath is a day for serving God and worshiping Him. Jesus went to the Sabbath on uh, to the synagogue on the Sabbath day. It was his custom to go to church. This was what he did on the Sabbath day. You cannot sleep at home. You can't. Whether you are sad, whether you are happy, whether you are whatever, come to church. You see, make it a ritual. Anything you don't make a ritual is subject to changes. Because life has got emergencies. If you don't force Like the guy, traditional council. So we don't care whether you are a church or you are a disco, whatever. We say, don't, don't play drums. If you like, play and see. If you are a man, you play and see. It's the Sabbath for the land. Now, whether playing drums destroys the soil or not, it does not. You see, just stop it. Everybody has something they believe. Traditionalists have something they believe. How come you don't have anything you believe? Muslims have something they believe. Unbelievers have something they believe. One brother said, I cannot meet a girl. By the third day, I should have slept with her. It's a three-day rule. What do you believe? And you make your faith a mockery. It's like, as for you, it's like anything goes. You can listen to anything. You can watch anything. You can read anything. You can do anything. There's nothing like, oh, Saturday night, dear, I'm in church. Even if it is raining, I will, I will take an umbrella and, 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 and be beaten by the rain. Why don't you have something you believe in? Why can't you believe that this is my pastor? 
This is my pastor. This man is my pastor. Why? What's wrong with you? And you are looking here. You are looking at so if you you've got some prophet who comes to pour some some oil at the back of the house once a while, then you come and sit in church with your black and red. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You see, what you may not know is that you are you are you are weakening your you see, everybody must have something you don't shift from. You don't shift from the Sabbath. It's a day for going to church. The next thing, the Sabbath is a day for hearing the word of God. Acts 13, 42. Acts 13, 42. And when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath. 43. Now, when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas who, speaking to them, persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Verse 44. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of God. Ah, so you can't have a day that you, I'm going to hear the word of God. I'm going to hear the word. No, I can't have an appointment with you. I can't, I can't come there. If I can come, if, if I will come, it will be after church. But I must hear the word of God. I'm going to hear the word of God. They came, they didn't come to sing. Some of you, you come to church to dance. If there's no dancing, you won't come to church. Yes. Imagine the choir is in the yellow and you, you, you came and said, the choir is not singing. You squeeze your face, crumple your face like kitchen foil. Imagine a soloist who has rehearsed a song for three weeks and when she comes, the pastor says, you can't sing. We don't come to church to sing. We don't come to church to dance. We don't come to church to play instruments. We come to church to hear the word of God. That's why we come. It's a Dancing stars, if you get to dance, praise God. Singers, if you get to sing, we bless God. Don't come to church with an agenda to sing or to dance. They came, almost the whole city came, and they sat down. For what? To hear. To hear. I mean, I have to preach. But if you can't see for Bishop Kobe to preach, I have to. I must sit down. Who are you? Who are you? Which bishop? Sit down. Don't make a church service a place you come to come and connect, whatever. I'm happy you are doing videos. But hey, hello, hey, hear the word. Hear it. Hear it. No, it's true. You see as, uh, sound guys and so on running around checking the video. Is a, is, a, is a cable connected? You see them moving. Sometimes as you are they say, somebody will move like a rat. <laughs> What's happening? There's somebody in black, black has died somewhere to check that is a, is a cable connected. <laughs> Fox 5, Fox 5, sound, sound in the monitors. Fox 2, Fox 2. Yes, yes, yes. 
Increase the base. Fox 3. Mid, mid. Fox 4. Yes. Yes, it's fine. It's fine. Beautiful. Keyboard, keyboard. Drums. Let me see that. They, they are all in the church. Thieves, masturbators, fornicators, pornographers, and all. They are not spiritual. They are not spiritual. So now we are instituting all basantes on Thursday on Wednesday. You are going to meet in the church and preach and teach and hear the word of God. You see them with, with uh, cameras moving. We need it. But taking pictures should not be your primary. I remember I was one, one crusade. The, the interpreter. Oh, he was not there to interpret. He was happy to be standing by Bishop Dagiwad Mills. As he was looking at him. And when he preaches, he says, yes, what a word. So then he forgets that he's preaching. Uh, as he's there, his mind is that he's by the word of God. He's enjoying the word of God. He's not just coming to interpret for nobody. What mind do you have? No, I'm telling you that those of you who work in the services, you stand at risk of dying and going to hell. Come to the, the Sabbath is for hearing the word of God. So here. Of course, we need you to play the keyboard. I'm not, I'm not trivializing or belittling it. But you must know. You must know that you are, you, you are losing your salvation because there's no word in you. If I ask this video man to quote one of the verses I've used today, there'll be a problem in the church. Hello? Can you quote one verse? And if you do this all your life, that's why we need more of you to join in the work. So that this man can take a break and also sit down and hear the word. Then you will also be there for three weeks. You come down, then he goes up and so on. So when you don't serve God, when you don't help to build the church, you are a wicked person. You are wicked, actually. And finally, the Sabbath. It's a day for preaching and teaching the word of God. For a basenta leader, Mark chapter 1 verse 21. And they went into Capernaum and straightway on the Sabbath day, they entered into the synagogue and taught. He taught. So yes, Saturday is our Sabbath we've come to hear. But you must also have your Sabbath where you preach. You don't seem to get me. Like for you, Wednesday evening is your preaching Sabbath. It's called sabbatical. Wednesday night is your sabbatical. No family member, no husband, no child, no pregnancy, no business connection. It's your Sabbath to preach. Every Christian must have a time in the week where you also preach. This is my Sabbath. 
This is my preaching Sabbath. I've entered and I'm preaching. Do you have a Sabbath? Do you have a preaching 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 Sabbath? See, Sabbath is not just Sunday or Saturday. It's a time you've set apart. You've blocked every nonsense to devote your time to serve God, to hear the word of God, to preach the word of God, to be in church, to rest from your labors. Respect the Sabbath. It will make you peculiar. If they they are having... If a, a, a funeral, what those meetings they have to discuss dead bodies, family meeting, and it's on Wednesday. Tell them that Wednesday is my Sabbath, it's my preaching Sabbath. Some of you, even Sunday morning, you can go and follow uh, dead body meetings. Your friend, your best friend, is celebrating his birthday. On Saturday night, I'm sorry, I have to go to church. I really must go. I can't. So, see, sometimes what happens is that then that's why it's good to serve God. Because if, if, like David, he has to come to church, no friend's birthday can keep him away. But what if he was not playing the keyboard? You must learn to block things, block meetings, block lectures. If Saturday evening, like this Saturday, is our Sabbath, have it as your it's your hearing of the word Sabbath. Have your preaching Sabbath, which is Wednesday or Thursday. Have it. Even something you may even need to block a time of the week where you rest. Yes. It will be Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. You, do, you don't go anywhere. You, you turn off your phone and you sleep. It's also a Sabbath of rest. If these things. I told you the story. One day I was listening to BBC. And they were interviewing a German cardiologist. A heart, cardiac surgeon. Heart surgeon. A German. And they were asking him. So what is so special about the heart? The journalist asked the surgeon, what is so special about the heart? That makes it beat non-stop for 94 years. For 102 years. For 78 years, non-stop. Can you imagine something which, like, trotting, moving, constantly for 80 years there is no organ in the body like that so he asked the cardiac surgeon a German what is it that makes the heart able to go on beating non-stop for 80 years oh I will never forget the heart surgeon's answer he said the heart is able to beat for 90 years non-stop because it is the only organ that rests after each activity. I said, what is he saying? He said, the, the, the cardiac cycle is made up of a systole and a diastole. 
the systole is when the heart pumps and there's a diastole when it relaxes and he said the period of relaxation is longer help me Jesus than the period of systole that is how it is able to function for 90 years that is every pump boom it rests no organ is as lazy as the heart. No organ in the body rests like the heart. Rather, no organ in the body rests like the heart. A lot of the like my thigh muscles. You see, I've been walking. I've been working this morning. I stood on my feet for five hours, moving, praying. Then I went to get some one hour rest and came for a wedding. The muscle works hard non stop, then it gets some long hours. But the heart, one boom, rest. That is how it can beat for 100 years. Non-stop. May you last your entire life as a Christian by observing the rest of the Sabbath. It will keep you beaten and beaten. Come to church and hear. Come to church and preach. Come to church and rest. Come to church and sit down. It will keep you and keep your faith longer and longest as a believer. Rise your feet. No organ rests more than the heart. No organ rests more than the heart. And the rest is longer than the activity. It works for half a second and rests for three quarters of a second. You don't... keep moving around and don't have a time where you sit down. That's why Sundays I go to first love to sit down. Which bishop? Which bishop are you? Which bishop are you who cannot be taught? Which bishop? What type of bishop are you? And you go and go and you see that you, you, at the end of the day you have become even an orangu. Because you see, when you get tired, you become you become irrational. Yes. When you are very tired, you don't think well. Don't are very tired. So people who work very hard, they have their ways of releasing tension. I'm happy you are sitting down. This is your sitting down Sabbath. Have a preaching Sabbath. Have a hearing Sabbath. It keeps you going and going. And go. Lift your two hands. Let's close. Every eye closed, every eye closed, every eye closed. And every head bowed. Every head bowed. If you are here tonight and you are not born again, I want to pray for you right now. I want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. If you are here and you are not born again, I want to pray for you right now. 
to give your life to Jesus Christ. I want to pray for you to give your life to Christ. If you are here, you want to say, Pastor, pray for me. Every eye closed, every head bowed, every hand down. Pastor, pray for me. I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here like that, I want you to lift up your right hand. Lift it high. I'm going to pray for you. Yes. Lift your hand high. Pastor, I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. I want to be born again. I want to be born again. Lift it high. I want to pray for you now to receive Jesus Christ into your life as your Lord. Lift it high above your head. I want to, I want to see your hand well. You are here. You want, to, you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Lift your hand above your head. I'm going to pray for you. Father, we thank you. Lift it high. I can't see your hand. If your hand is up, you want to be born again. I want you to come to the front. Come to me here. I want to pray for you. Here, my dear. Clap your hands. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Give me all Close your eyes. Lift up your two hands and repeat this prayer after me repeat this prayer after me say heavenly father heavenly father i thank you for today i thank you for today i surrender my life to you i surrender my life to you i realize i am a sinner i realize i am a sinner or say it well say i realize i am a sinner i realize i am a sinner please wash my sin Please wash my sins. Make me your child. Make me your child. I declare that I am born again. I declare that I am born again. I declare that God is my father. I declare that God is my father. Today. Today. I am a believer. I am a believer. I'm going to be planted. I'm going to be planted. I'm going to grow in the Lord. I'm going to grow in the Lord. I am born again. I am born again. It's a new life. It's a new life. It's a new life. It's a new life. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. Amen. Clap your hands. Clap your hands. I want to say well done for this decision you've taken. You see our sister who is waving her hand. You see, um, my dear, look at the woman, the pastor who is waving her hand. Can you see her? I want us. Let's go to, to her. She's going to, they are going to talk to you. They are going to teach you. And they are going to help you to understand God. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands. I want us to take the communion. Take your bread. Eat. This is my body which was broken for you. Drink. This is my blood which was shed for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life oh for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed 
have a blessing which we bless It's the communion of the blood of Christ The bread which we break The bread we break Is the communion of the body of Christ Say this is the body of Christ This is the body of Christ For my healing For my healing Say as I eat this As I eat this I'm becoming one with the church. I'm becoming one with the church. One with the body of Christ. One with the body of Christ. Say the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The bread of life. The bread of life. For my healing. For my healing. Let's eat it. Mm, when I see, when I see the blood, yeah, I will pass over you. Oh, when I see Lift your the cup. Blood. Lift your cup. This is the blood of Christ. Say after me the cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. To purge my sins. To purge my sins. To purge diseases. To purge diseases. To purge cancers. To purge cancers. Say I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. And delivered. And delivered. By this blood. By this blood. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Father, I pray for everyone here tonight that will finish our walk. Amen. Finish our course. Amen. Thanks for the supernatural strength. Amen. The supernatural energy. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For healings that have taken place. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. For restoration that has taken place. Amen. Thank you, Lord. For the blessing we are experiencing Amen. by the communion of the body and the blood. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Clap your hands. Clap your hands. You may please be seated.